Hey everybody, this is Ruben with 5-Minute Warning. When I decided that I wanted to make a podcast of my own, I found Anchor. Let me tell you, Anchor is free. Free. F-R-E-E. That's what I'm talking about. There are tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right on your phone or your computer. You know what? Anchor sends my podcast out to me to Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts, so I ain't got to do it. Also, you can make money. I repeat, you can make money from your podcast. It's everything you need to make in a podcast all in one spot. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey, look, that's what I did. Five-minute warning, almost at 100 episodes in. Get Anchor. Okay, students, this is your five-minute warning. I repeat, five-minute warning. Silence. This is the 5-Minute Warning with Ruben Brown, happening right now. Hello, welcome to another episode of 5-Minute Warning. I'm Ruben, it's AG. What's happening, y'all? How you doing? Well, you know, the funny part about having production meetings because now we have what we call a production meeting that's what the real people say we just be talking before we start recording the show <laughs> well it is a meeting if you want to i mean by the by that it term, is it is a meeting we are talking i mean yeah we, we professional to a point so you know we're talking about the hbo show insecure because you know ag was like well i'm catching up on it i'm just like i can only take that in small doses you know I can't watch like more than two episodes back to back because I can't take it. Um, And the reason why I can't take it is because the petty level is very high on that show. And me personally, don't get it (laughs) twisted. I feel very confident in knowing what petty is when I see it and I hear it. And when it's all said and done, I just feel like it's a show about women who can't get along (laughs) in some form or fashion. Because you have friends, you know, Issa and her three friends, each are doing exactly something different. None of them are doing anywhere close to the same thing. They're in different parts of their life. And, you know, basically, they talk and literally almost minute one, the petty just comes out. <laughs> and it's, and it's, it's crazy. And I'm thinking to myself, wow, I mean... This show is kind of real life because, you know, there are a whole lot of women who don't have women friends, you know? Yes, my wife included. Yes. Yeah, because they can't deal with the pettiness of other women. And I'm thinking to myself, just stop being petty. But I guess that's too easy. (laughs) Oversimplification yet again. But you're still right, though. But I mean, how can you ask, you know, you know, a gaggle of women not to be petty? I mean, it's almost like I feel like it's their representatives every time they get together. It's never them. It's the representative. Okay. You know, because let's just be real. So with those four women, you have one who's pretty much basically Issa as a social worker. I mean, let's just be real. She's close to social working as possible without being a social worker. Um, Then you have the lawyer who's paid Issa's not no then you have the friend who is who just had a child yes and she's more family oriented and then you have the other one who she still don't have a man right 
woman like that probably won't ever have a man. But no, she does not have a man. But she wants a man bad. I, I would she, see that's a very good uh, characterization. She now. wants a man bad, but in her iteration at this point in her life, she won't have a man. Which makes no sense, but okay. I'm just I'm just telling you. No, I'm not disagreeing right. with you. I'm just saying it makes no sense. <laughs> as long as we're on the same page, okay. Yeah. So, you know, it's like I've always heard that women are supposed to help each other and lift each other up and all that stuff. And I feel like consistently on that show, they do the opposite. Yeah. And they usually her, you know, Issa, her best friend, who's a lawyer. Some, I mean, they fought for like a half a season. Yeah. Or whatever, you know. And then Issa broke up with her boyfriend because, if I'm correct, she was dating him because of his potential. And she got tired of waiting for that potential to flourish. Yes. What in the hell kind of dumb stuff is that? Well, is it dumb? Is it if dumb? you date somebody for what you think they're gonna be like instead of what they are, kinda. It's like a it's like the stock market, man. You just put your chips in, but if that joint don't blow up and you lose money, you taking that L. And that's what I felt like it was in that relationship. Nothing he could do. Now he had no real job, you know, but he was hustling and now what's he doing? He kind of beast moding it. Well, okay. This is see, you need you need to go back a little ways in Issa's defense. Because when the show first started in the first season, Lawrence had potential, but at that point, I think for a couple of years or so of the five year relationship, he wasn't doing anything. Correct. I mean, I mean really and the I, and I get on that. the couch. And she was working and then he she would come home to a nasty apartment and him on the couch. And that's a him problem. It completely. is. And that's why that's part of what led her to the tipping point. And once you get somebody to the tipping point, it's like you can't bring them back. And then that put her in a position to make a mistake she had no reason to make. And that's why he ended up breaking up with her anyway. Because when she was on a downslide and she hooked up with my man, yeah, and she cheated on him. He was actually hustling like you say he is. Or where where you are in the series? Well, he, yeah, he, he was, was trying. To. He was working at Best Buy, doing that thing. He was moving up in the company, this and that, blah blah blah, which because was going to lead to how he got to beast mode. While he was doing all of that, Issa was somewhere else. Then she hooked up with my man, you know, dark and lovely, and then you know she, you know, riding the black pony, doing that. She Once again, him, that's completely like, her fault. It is her fault, but I'm just letting you know in her defense. She got there for a reason. So, like, I and I am a beneficiary of women that are with men that they see potential. Because I was like a nobody when Boo Love and I got together. I promise you I was. She had no business with me. None. She had choices. And on the surface, she really made the wrong one. And that's and I'm good. Huh? But see, I'm gonna disagree with that. How you figure? Because he, the reason here's the thing, you're right. You know, it got to a point when he decided that he needed to start doing some work. Right. You know. But then when he started doing some stuff, that's when she decided. Well, you know, I think I'm gonna mess with the other dude. How you gonna do something? How you gonna mess with somebody else? 
when you finally see like your work is about to blossom. And that's why I said it just like that on purpose. Her work was a he, she didn't fertilize it and everything, and she saw something come out the ground. Then she decided to go cheat. That's a her problem, and that's and she messed up because I could completely understand. You should have been doing that if you're gonna do that. You should have been doing that when he was sitting on the couch and you came home and your and your place was dirty. Not when he out there trying to grind. That don't make no sense. That's that's work. That's that's hustling backwards. No, what I'm saying is you're absolutely right about that. But what I'm trying to tell you from her point of view, like I said, in her defense, when you work that hard and you've done everything right and you look at your field and it still ain't nothing but a dust bowl, man, how many people give up right before they bought to escape? You dig in a hole and you right there and you just stop because you are tired of seeing the same dirt. And you don't know when you're going to get a breakthrough, and you've been at this. Then for why years. did she break up with him before she started messing with the other dude? I understand what you mean. All I'm saying is, once you get people there, most of us are going to stay in the comfort zone while we get in something else. Most people don't have the stones to say, "I'm going to blow up my life and start anew," because this isn't working out. Most people won't do that. Or, like you said, look at what's happening, even though I feel a certain way, look at what is happening and see the entire field. And this dude is grinding. It might be best by, but at least he off the couch. I know, right? It might be best by, but at least he like making me dinner when I get home. At least the apartment is clean. At least he's taking me out somewhere. At least all these things that I wanted him to do three years prior are happening the dollars might not be there but the structure is yeah now ain't good enough but see that's what happened well good enough then but see this is where this is where some of that petty comes in because now you have your women your women friends in your ear girl you can do better than that come on now for you deserve this and you deserve that Man, you wait. They were talking about that for three years, and now you decide to do it. Man, I'm when you start to see your grass grow. Well, and see, it's really (laughs) funny you bring that up because she brings it up in the new season. Yes, she does. Because she tripping because not only does he well, depending on what type of woman you like, not only does he have someone more accomplished than she is, she got he's got someone that's finer than she is. And it's just like she's looking at a situation mad because it's like, wait a minute, she's reaping the benefits of everything I did. Oh, no, you didn't have to cheat on her. Yeah. But she ain't mentioned that when she was talking to her brother. She ain't mentioned all that. She was just like, I'm mad because she's reaping the benefits. And he was like, well, screw him, you know, yada, yada, yada. But he ain't know the whole story. Well. That was a Thanksgiving. Yeah. I I remember that. That was crazy. Man, I'm like, man, but see, that lends into how people in general play the situation in their minds the way they want to play it without playing the entire situation. But see, we we ain't even talking about the petty part right now. We talking about some other stuff that's actually making sense. The petty part you talking about is what's going on between Molly and Issa right now. Because yeah. really the situation, I mean, if y'all watch the show and you're not caught up, on, this is about to be a spoiler alert, so you might want to jump ahead. However... Issa is in partnership to get her block party going, which somebody gave her the idea for the Coachella thing last season. So this is she's making this real. She is really grinding on this, is making this coming to fruition. 
and she's partnered with somebody. I don't know exactly what her job is exactly, but she's partnered with someone is helping her develop these ideas and, you know, get sponsors and introducing her to people that can help push us along. And so, you know, it comes back around. Their relationship has kind of blurred lines between just business and personal a little bit. So she took a text one day and she smiled, you know, got a lot of sweet little text from her boo or whatever. And so he's like, hey, what's that from? You know, it's my man, whatever. It's kind of new, but whatever, whatever. So, you know, they moved on because they ain't tight like that for real. She's in the office one day and there were flowers come to find out because one of her other friends works with this lady she comes in the office all three of them in there come to find out this new girl is dating her ex and then awkward set in and I mean when set in I mean like had dinner made a cot to sleep on overnight and then didn't leave (laughs) because their relationship wasn't right from that point on and so Molly was like, girl, what you doing? You got to do something about that. I mean, she just broke it all down and kept it moving. Now, is that petty? To me, that was kind of harsh, but she wasn't wrong. Yeah, but Molly can't be talking about nobody because she sleep with a married man or was sleeping with a married man. Right. That was last so I don't even know. Yeah, I don't even know why she even talked. Like, that's what I don't get, man. Like... Hey, if we go, if we're gonna do the dirt, let's put it all out. You know, and then, hey. well, like you said, man, because what Issa said about her later on, it's like she's like, it's almost like you don't want to be happy. You find a problem about everything, which was what her man said the, the previous episode or later earlier in the same episode. And it's just like, damn, Molly got bent out of shape. She was feeling some type of way, and I'm like, well, she ain't wrong because yeah. you have destroyed every relationship that I can see with any man on this show since I've been watching, including your father. Ooh, see, we had to bring that up. Well, you kind of had to because he's a dude. Yeah. So I'm like, you know. She doesn't do well with men. She does not. And not all of it's the man's fault. Like, Like the dude that's told her in confidence, which I think is really ironic because this dude told her something in confidence because he really liked her. And he said that, you know, he had a, you know, a, a bisexual experience. It's like, I'm not gay, but I had that experience. After he said that, she like kicked him to the curb. Like later on in that season, or maybe the next season, this dude show up with a woman finer than she is. I mean, she's a rebound queen, yeah. Man. I'm when they just, break up with her, they get better. Exactly. I mean, dude upgraded like a champ. I'm like, ooh. I mean, no matter how you feel about how Molly looks... My thing is, Molly is like, she's toxic. Yeah. Because she's she expects a whole lot of things she's not willing or able to give you. And I'm like, for real? So now she's she messing around with my man. I forgot his name. Um, but it's like, he was like, she was like, are we going out next week? So yeah, we're going out next week. I'm, I'm good for every day but Friday. And she was like, huh? said well you know are you dating somebody else uh yeah ain't you now mind you if you really watch the show you know that this dude was like thirsty for her i mean thirsty man i'm talking about dry throat coughing like dehydrated thirsty but she kept him at arm's distance so he finally got the picture just kept it moving yeah now she wanted and it's go or you gotta share 
Well, and, it's, it's not even yeah. that as much as it is. It's like, how can you not know that this dude ain't waiting on you when you wait on no one? Yeah. I mean, it's like if you doing dirt, that should just be game recognized game. Now, I will say I will give her credit. And she did come back and say, look, I caught some feelings. I really like you. You know, can we talk? I get now that I didn't see coming from her because she would have never done that two or three seasons ago. Not never. So I'm like, I had to get her, give her credit for that. But I'm just saying, man, her initial reaction to everything he's done, like when he wouldn't talk to her about anything real. I'm like, Molly, you don't talk about nothing real either because you don't like nobody. You don't want anybody to get that close to you. So you don't want to talk. So you don't have patience. Really? Is that what we're doing? I don't care if she's afraid or not. Everybody gets to be afraid is what I'm saying. Yeah. So how come she can't understand it going both ways? And that's what I was saying. This is like, man, if women can tell us that we're all dogs, then why can't we tell them that they're all awful? 